Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Recorded live. of Bad Neck. This is Viva Impact, and I'm your host, Tanya Carter. We're on air now from Long Beach, California, 724-444-744. Press pin number 145234-POUND, then one pound to listen and start eight to join the conversation. Brought to you by Looking Glass Entertainment. And tonight, I have the honor of broadcasting our 900th show tonight. Yay! <laughs> But um, tonight, actually, I'm bringing, I'm talking about um, coping with living life after losing a parent. Have our parents taught us everything but how to live life without them. So I have a guest tonight. Her name is Nashira White, and I would like to say hello, Nashira. Are you there? Yes, I'm here. <laughs> how you doing, baby? How you been? I'm doing well. How about yourself? I'm doing good. I'm I'm so happy to have you on tonight. And um, actually, what I want you to do is tell me a little bit about yourself. Let everybody know, Nashira White. Well, hello everyone. For thanks for listening. My name is Nashira White. I'm 23 years old. I'm currently working on trying to be an entrepreneur. I graduated high school at 16 years old with honors from Simon Grant. Mm. I'm sure everybody's familiar. Amen. <laughs> Um, I work for CCT right now, and Mm -hmm. I just graduated. I just got my certificate in the islands industry doing link latches. Okay, okay, that's what's up. That's what's up. Well, that's 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 a real accomplishment. I mean, that's the thing now. Everybody getting glasses. (laughs) So I definitely, I definitely want to get mine. But um, one of the things I huh. Enhance the beauty a little bit. <laughs> exactly. Well, you know, one of the things that, you know, that I wanted to talk to you about, I know you had lost your father. Um, when actually did you um, lose your dad? I'm sorry, say that again? I said, when did you lose your dad? It was in 2015. Oh, okay. How, okay. All right. And, like, what did that do to you, like? How did that impact you, you losing your dad? Well, mentally, 
in the beginning, it destroyed me. Now, I use it for motivation. Honestly, mm-hmm. I think um, he's what pushes me, keeps me going. Um, I only have two ways of thinking. Is either I could sink or swim. Those are only my two options. And right. I sunk. I done swam. I done sunk. I done swam. I've done it all over again. I've done it so many times. It's unimaginable. Okay. okay. And so, so what? I'm sorry. Go ahead. I didn't mean cut you off. Go ahead. No, I've just noticed with every setback, my dad was just my motivation to keep me pushing harder. When most people have, like, their kids, they may have a deceased mother or a brother even. But I notice it just keeps me pushing further than I was prior. Okay. So what have your dad taught you? He taught me to be a hustler because <laughs> I don't call myself an entrepreneur for nothing. I find multiple ways of making money. I don't just work. I do things mentally to prepare myself for just the world itself. Um, that has a lot to do with him because he never depended on anyone. It was more so like his name was House. That was his nickname. His full name was Marlo Medley. But everybody oh, yes. <laughs> Yeah. Yes. That was everybody. the man. Marlo was the man. Yeah. Everybody loved Marlo, really. He was a, he was also an entrepreneur himself. Mm-hmm. Tell us something. That's my thing. Tell us something about your dad because let me tell you something. Marlo really his name hung heavy in the street. It still does. It still does. Um, I can't even tell you what what he got into. It would be like a shorter list to tell you what he didn't involve himself in. I mean, he did right. real estate. He's done cars, auctioning. Um, made people happy. He didn't. He was a bouncer. I remember. I remember he going to the Eagles bar. Uh-huh. I said, oh, he was a bouncer. I remember going to the Eagles bar. Yeah. He was just Man, he worked so many clubs. Like, oh my God. How many? I remember he worked at the Stinger. Uh, what was the other joint? He worked at so many <laughs> clubs, bouncing for real. <laughs> yeah, that's the Eagle remember. bar. He was growing up. Like huh? I said the Eagle bar. Yes, that's why I remember. And just growing up, like, with him, like, he was a protector. I remember, like, Marlo Matley, he's my cousin. And coming up with him, oh, my God. You ain't have to worry about nothing. You mentioned his name. Let me tell you something. Look, look niggas would back off real quick. You never have to worry about nothing. You ain't have never had to want for nothing. He was the type of nigga that would knock you out quick. <laughs> quick. When I tell you, when you say... Well, who, Marlo, oh, once you say Marlo, man, let me tell you something. You ain't have to worry about shit at all, nothing at all. And he was, I mean, he, he, Marlo was like, man, he was a big, huge man with the most loving heart, giving heart. One thing I could say about him, he looked out for his people. He looked out for his family. He took care of his people. He took care of his friends. Everybody in the neighborhood knew him as a brother. I mean, he definitely loves hard. Every time I find somebody in, or if like if I start running to somebody and I'd be like, they'd be like, oh yeah, I, I've been around, you know, Germantown Avenue for about twenty years or so. I'd be like, oh my dad mm-hmm. was close. They'd be like, oh well, your dad this, he did that. They always had some type of story to tell me. 
Exactly, because he always helped somebody. Like, like even when we went to his home going, people was like, you know, he did this for me. When I met him, you know, I ain't had this. I mean, if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't be doing this or I wouldn't be here. I mean, he 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 was the straight. He was the man. He and he still is. Like you said, to this day, you mention his name. His name still hold weight. Still hold weight. And um, actually, that was the day I met you. The yep. day I met you was the day of his funeral. And ever since then, we've just been attached. Like you are like my daughter. You are my niece. I mean, I love you like you my own child. And and that's how I've been with you ever since then. And um, and I always said, I mean, I, Marlo, that that was my heart too. I mean, we he lived up the street from each other, so he was always at my house. I was always at his house. You know, we was always around each other until we got became adults, and you know, we went our separate ways and whatnot. But um. And I know your dad, and he didn't play. And I know he is instilled in you, like you said, a hustler, because he straight was a hustler. And and that's how, you know, that's the only way to survive is to hustle and, you know, do what you like. Always find what you like and take it as your own and just keep moving and keep pushing. And I always tell you how proud I am of you. I'm so proud of you, my sister. You came a long way, sister. I remember the long night sitting up front. Because let me tell you something. One thing I'm going to tell y'all, I'm going to let y'all know about this girl. That girl, Nashira, she is strong. When I tell you she is strong mentally, because I remember sitting up with you plenty of nights counseling you, talking to you. Because, oh, when you lost your dad, it was like you wanted to die. You you didn't want to live no more. You yeah. didn't even want to live, and I—I I mean, I've had to talk to you so talk to you so many times to bring you off the damn roof, you know, to motivate you, you know, plenty and of times I want to. I motivate other people, and it's like I get texts right. almost every other week, like, "Oh, well, I'm just watching you. I want to tell you, you you're doing just a good job. I want to tell you I'm proud mm-hmm. of you." And it's like the lowest. I don't know. It's like the times you need it most when you really feel like nobody's watching. Is when you get some some texts out the blue. Yes. Support you need. It it is, and you know, and that you know, like I always tell you, you know, your dad is with you. He's watching. I can tell you that all the time. Like now, nah, he is watching you. He's there with you. He's watching <laughs> everything you do. <laughs> yes, he he's with you. You know what I'm saying? I mean, he's in a much better place because when he was here, you know, he he was suffering, you know, at his last moment. You know, and and that's the thing. We don't ever want to lose the person that we love so dearly. But, you know, that's what pushes us. That's what makes us who we are. But um, your dad left a lot in you. He, you know, he wasn't the type of man that just left and didn't leave his his mark on you. You know, you his child. So you are a fighter just like he is. Even though you have your moments that you don't want to get up out the bed, you, you don't now. I'm just talking past tense from what I went through with you because I mean, even though you went through a lot, sis, we I went through it with you too. I went through it with, with you when you lost when you lost your dad, and um, that I, that was the worst point of your life. Um, just to see you go through that because all you did was cry and cry. You went through the depression, you know. You went through I don't know how I'm gonna live. 
you know, what I'm going to do. You know, we all go through that. I mean, I can't say I know what you feel like because I still have both of my parents with me. But just seeing you go through the pain and the hurt of losing your dad, knowing how close you were with him. Because y'all was close. Y'all was very, very close. He wasn't just your dad. He was your best friend. You know? Best friend, hero. He was a lot. Yeah, he he was, girl. He he really was. So if you wanted what if you wanted to say something to your dad, what, what would you want to let him know? Yeah, I'm doing everything for him. And like everything I wanna tell him, I tell him every day. He already knows okay. that my heart. Like it's just I do it all for him. My comebacks, my setbacks, everything. I come and bounce back harder and stronger for him. Because I feel like at the end of the day, he can't really let me go but too, too, too low. Like, I, yeah. I've been at my lowest points, but, like, I feel like I've always, it, it made me stronger because it's, like, mentally I have him. And sometimes when I break, it's because of him, but. Yeah. That's good. Well, I mean, I, I'm, I, I think God is sad to say. That you know, I my opportunity with me and you was through losing our family, but you know, I was so happy to have you in my life, and I was so I'm so happy to be able to you know play a part that I played you know in your life as well, you know because we, we're close. I mean, I love like I said, I will always love you as my daughter, not my. And and the thing is, I don't even see you as my cousin. <laughs> I know. I, I see you more as my child. You are. You are my child. I mean, we went through the motions. We we went through the motions. The same motions I go through with my daughter is the same motions I went through with you. Because there's plenty of times I wanted to knock your head clear off the shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> you know, then we went through our little thing that we, though we wasn't speaking, you know what I'm saying, but, you know, that we came back and now, you know, we both even stronger. You know what I'm saying? We, you both, I mean, I love you dearly, girl. I love you with every breath that I breathe. And I want you to know that, like I told you the other day, Nashira, I am so happy for you. I'm so proud of you, girl. So proud of you because you, you did. You came a long way, sister. Because at one point, I mean, looking at you back back in the days, you know, when you were going through what you want to, to where you at now, Girl, you probably didn't think that you would be here right now, did you? No. Like, I was just at your house. <laughs> yes, like, I just came to your house the other day. And just to walk, not sure, but I'm telling you, just to walk through your house to see where you're at, I was so freaking happy for you. So freaking happy. Girl, I'm so proud of you. So proud of you, girl. And moving forward, just push forward. Always you know, think that wherever you at, that's not where you going to stop. Always push further, always push harder. Because let me tell you something, you are smart as young lady. You are very smart, you're very beautiful, you're very intelligent. And you have so much inside of you that you just got to let out. I mean, like, you so. You are very crafty. I know. You know, I, I seen the things that you made in your house. Like, girl, you got it going on. And like you say, you a hustler. Girl, all that stuff that you got going on, you better put a dollar sign behind it. <laughs> <laughs> For real. Because you, you got money walking around all through you. I'm telling you. And, yes, you are a 
entrepreneur. I could see you inspiring young girls. You know, you have a very sweet personality. You know what I'm saying? Like you have the personality that young people can gravitate to you. And, you know, use that. You know what I'm saying? Because whatever your experience is, you know, some of the next person, you know, probably went through it or probably even going through it even worse than you are. You know what I'm saying? Like you worked around the kids. You right. know, so <clears throat> I know they gravitate to you as well. You know what I'm saying? You just had that spirit, that loving spirit, that spirit, that, that welcoming spirit. That's what you had. And that's how your dad was. Like, your dad can walk in a room and just shut the whole room down. He was the life of the party. <laughs> exactly. He was a big teddy bear. That's exactly what he was. And, you know, he come into the room, you can just see the hearts just coming out of his body, just flowing all through the room. <laughs> you know, that's how he was. That's who he is. And, you know, and we definitely want to always keep his legacy going. You know, and you have other siblings. How many siblings that house had? He had six in total. He had what? Six in total. Yeah, so he definitely left his mark here. So that's that's definitely not the end. <laughs> definitely, girl. So what 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 do you see yourself now, like three four years from now? What do you see yourself doing? Three or four years? I'm not trying to be clocking in. Honestly, I'm trying to be um, doing real estate. I want to kick off with this eyelash um, industry now. Like I want to try to get my clients up, build my clientele, and. Just take it day by day. I'm honestly just looking at yearly goals, more like okay. goals, because those more like uh, it's just more of a way and a better way to accomplish them. Because every time I set like a five year goal plan, I never can accomplish it because it's never really broken down into parts and pieces, six months and a month goal, month to month. Like that's how people have to think because when you set that big wide range and then you set that five year limit us people tend to procrastinate and always putting something on hold until the last minute isn't good. And that's why you see people trying to get their life together around 30 because they wanted to party or all in their 20s instead of trying to get or own a crib instead of keep renting and then thinking about buying when they're like 40 because they're tired of giving their money up and they just now figuring the knowledge out on how and to buy and then you taking five years because as soon as you know that – as soon as you learn the information, you can't just go out and buy it because you still need the finances behind it. Then you still, mm-hmm. most people live check to check. So if you live in check to check, how can you put money aside for certain things? So it's just, you know, sending people back in a circle. So then at that point, you feel like you have to run. You have to be at a point where it's, I don't know, you just don't be happy. People just don't be happy. And they'd be content with not being happy, so they downplay other people instead of having to let everybody grow. Like a talk show like this, we should have every day. Go no, we we actually do. Yes, we. I have a whole lot of a whole team. I mean, we want seven, what, six days a week. So I mean, we here. It's just the the point of just you know people just listening, you know, and giving people. See, I love doing my show because I love giving people a voice like you, you know, giving a voice as though you can put out your knowledge or put out what you've been through or, you know, let people know that 
you know, I'm here, you know, I can do this, I want to do this. And um, a lot of people have a lot of stories to tell, you know, even with me. You know, I have a lot going on. I'm a hustler. I, oh, I'm a street hustler. Oh, Let me I, tell you I something. <laughs> what you say? <laughs> I know, I know. Yes, if I could pull a dollar sign behind it and legally do it, is 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 legal? Yes, I'm doing it. I mean, look, I I I will sell anything. <laughs> I will sell anything. I mean, I have my own business as far as me doing my salads going on. Um, I do hair, I make stuff like, and you know, and that's what I try to instill in my kids as well. Like even all the way down to my eight-year-old, you know, I I get her a little hustle going. Oh, slime! Everybody like that slime thing that's yep. going on. Okay, we go ahead. We gonna sell that for five dollars. Yeah, get the little. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So <laughs> that's what I be trying to. I I be trying to so make my little, little kids little hustlers. Hey, eat some freebies. <laughs> exactly. Yes. I mean, oh, y'all get um, lunch. Y'all get you know allowance. Hey, yeah. Go to the corner store, buy bags of this, buy bags of that. You know what? It costs twenty five cents. Okay, go to school and sell for thirty five cents. You know. Right. <laughs> so that's how you have to rate. And I always tell my children, find something you like and turn it into a hustle. You got to, because I all look. I always tell my kids this, mommy not going to be here forever. So what you need to figure out is how you want to live life without me. You know, so I always tell my kids, I love y'all to death, but when y'all hit a certain age, y'all got to get out of my house. I'm not taking care of y'all forever. I can't do that because, number one, I'm not going to be here forever. I can be going, I can walk out of here the day or tomorrow. What y'all left with? What y'all going to be doing? What do y'all know? What can y'all do? You know, so that's what I always try to instill in my kids. That's why I always tell them, get your education. I'm telling you, get a job. Or you 15 years old, you get the work of beforehand, Like before I decide to hand kids, because I want to be able to really teach them the ways I wasn't taught, like at a younger age so they can get it before they 20. You get what I'm saying? Like they can move out and have probably buy your crib at 16 years old. It's possible. Like, it's just you need the, the knowledge and the money behind it. Like, and you really don't even need to use your money. There's so many programs out here. I don't see why I don't have a crib yet because it's like I know certain things, and then it's like I'm not even using the knowledge I do have and I can use. It's just like the time isn't there. That's, and you know what? One thing I wasn't taught coming up because I know back in the days, um, credit wasn't a big thing. Mm-hmm. And that's credit today. Man, you need credit more than anything. So I'll try to tell my kids, do not mess up your credit. Don't do it. Because if I, my parents would have told me, I would have did better with my credit. And I wish I could go back and do it all over again. So I definitely tell my kids, do not mess your credit up. Please don't mess your credit up. Because that is your livelihood. That's your life. That's just going to get you into doors that you need to get into. Because you want to open up your own business. That's the first thing they're going to be checking is your credit. Ms. Carter, oh, Ms. Carter, first of all, yeah. we're trying to get through this the teleprompter. You do have a caller in queue at this time. Oh, by the way, Nashira, let, let me let them know this. I hustle only four days a week, but I do eight shows a week. I just want to get that clear. Okay, here we go. Okay. <laughs> all, right. all right. You're on the line right now with Tanya Carter. Hey, call on the line. Hey, peace and abundant divine blessings. How you doing? 
Hey, how you doing, little Umi? <laughs> wow. Hey, I'm doing excellent. Always um, a pleasure to hear your voice and always love your uh, your content that you're always coming with. Uh, much respect to your guests, and I know uh, what you're going through. And whenever we have someone that's close to us, especially, you know, a daughter and a father or uh, including a mother, whatever, it's about uh, absorbing all the vital information that we possibly can while we're here and, and using that to, uh, to our advantage. That's the main thing, you know. And I love the, the, uh, the insight that you're actually giving each other. I mean, both of y'all are, are like an inspiration to so many people. I'm, I'm being inspired just by listening to how y'all interact with one another. And oh, I just want to leave y'all with the power of words. You know, y'all, y'all have ability. Uh, we all have that ability to speak life into one another. So, you know, keep strong. Definitely protect your credit. That's one of uh, 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 one of the half points that I heard you say for us tonight. You always bring it as you usually do. And I am the host that we will aware you. Uh, I had a show last week. You get a chance. I did uh, have a special segment I dedicated to you. If you haven't, you know, tune in, definitely check that out. And uh, okay. I'll be back on next week with another hot topic as well, okay? You, the magic man definitely uh, admire what you do, and I have respect for what you do, and keep keep doing what you always do for us and so many others, okay? Okay. Thank you, Brother Honey. I appreciate it. Thank you. All right, All right Brother Honey. <laughs> also, also, guys, we're out of Long Beach, California. Yeah, you're still here. Uh, we're out of Long Beach, California, 724-444-7444. Put in pen number one four five two three four pound. All the folks out there, I see in the lines right now. This is your ready for this, Tanya. This is the third straight night that we are locked out of our telephone line. Okay, oh, people wow. are coming in. We take them out. All the folks that are in, can you press star eight? You're in. You call. I know you love the topic. Press star eight, like this caller just did. Caller, you are on the line <laughs> with Eva Impact. Hello, hi, hi, caller. Well, hello. My beautiful queen, sis Tanya Carter. Well, this is Anna Waddell of the Soul Twins. Hey, Anna, how are you? Wonderful and a beautiful, intelligent young queen, Nashira. Yes. Great. Hello. <laughs> I just want to say this is a great topic, and I'm glad that you all are there to support one another. It's very important to have a strong support system. But you know, I want to take it a little deeper than what Brother Hooney had talked about. Which his, his, point, his, point, his points were valid, and 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 I'm raising these concerns because of what I've experienced with uh, friends and family uh, that had death of a parent. Okay, one of the first things, if you know you know, how sick a parent is that's dying. I mean, sometimes they die from natural causes, but most times today people are dying from an an illness. You need to find out as much as you can about the family health history. The second thing, and this is something else people don't like to talk about, is there a will? Because I have seen so many families in the last couple of years fall apart because either there wasn't a will or the information, the person that ended up 
you know, being made um, the, what do you call it? Anyway, the person that was, was responsible for divvying out, distributing what the parents, uh, honoring the parents' last wishes, didn't do it. You know, money becomes a factor. People get real catty about money, and I was really surprised. I witnessed that with my ex-in-laws, and I couldn't believe it. To this day, three brothers and one sister do not speak to each other. Mm. Wow. And, yeah, and so it's put like a big wedge in the family. You know, cousins aren't getting to spend time and know each other, aunties and things like that. And um, a lot of times we're not taught how to manage a household unless you already have it on your own. You know, those are the important things that we don't pass down. And I know lots of times, and I know I've seen it here, and it happens everywhere. You leave, okay, because it's usually one or two people in the family that didn't quite get out to make it on their own. And Mm -hmm. so nobody's there to teach them how to pay the bills, you know, how to manage Mm -hmm. a household budget, how to pay the property taxes. And then as a result of not doing that, you end up losing the family home that they hurriedly sell on courthouse steps here in Georgia, and I'm sure they do at other places too. And you know who's buying them up? Not our mm-hmm. people. It's mm-hmm. other people. And this is where all of that regentrification and things like that comes in. So we need to really just start learning how to have the tough discussions. I mean, because we know we're all going to go at some point or another, but we need to really be prepared at how best to handle that and keep the family together. Because when the matriarch or the patriarch dies, and it's really usually the matriarch, the matriarch is usually the primary glue that holds the family together. Now, I don't know what it is like with other people mm-hmm. in other cultures. In ours, it's usually the mother. Right. You know, and so just work on those things. I mean, my mom died in 2002. She had esophageal cancer. When she when she passed away in her sleep, I heard her take her last breath. I was in the bed with her. And people always say to me, wow, that must have really messed you up. But it didn't. It really made me stronger that, you know, because I look at it this way. How fortunate and blessed am I that God chose me to be the last one to share a final kiss, a hug. Yep. A final, I love you. Yeah. You know, to see that final smile. Mm-hmm. And I just took that and turned it into something positive. You know, we have to learn to deal better with death. And I believe one of y'all were saying, I think it was you, Tanya, that was saying, and I tell people this all the time, just know that you have another angel watching over you in the best place that they possibly can. They're watching you. They're guiding you. They're protecting you. That's right. That's right. You know? Yep. And we get selfish We for emotional reasons. We want to keep them forever. Well, nothing lasts mm-hmm. forever. That's right. You know, so we have to learn to 
let go and take everything that we've been taught and continue to empower our legacy with it so that we won't always be in the hole in the red and start teaching our kids what our parents didn't teach us. You get up and go to a job every day and you making money and you're doing important things at your job, teach that to your children. Teach them how to grow up and be entrepreneurs. If they see you tired and have to come home and have your feet rubbed and see how hard you're working in, teach them another way, just like you were telling your daughters. What is it that you do that you're passionate about? It's never, Mm -hmm. no age is too young for that. That's right. That's right. And you're absolutely right about the credit thing. If you have jacked up credit, it affects everything, whether you get a job, a home, an apartment, a car, mm-hmm. everything. So okay. that's what I wanted to say. And I, I really appreciate you for bringing up this topic. So thank you. And, I, you're you know, as welcome. always, I love your show. Thank you, and I love you too. Thank you so much. And um, we on air from Long Beach, California, 724-444-7444. Press pin number 145234-POUND, then one pound, to listen and start eight to join the conversation. Brought to you by Looking Glass Entertainment. And um, I'm really, really, really enjoying the show, too. And I'm so happy to have you on that show, Thank you. So, thank you so much, girl. And I, I mean, I don't know how many times I had told you already that I love you, girl. I, I love you. you. I love you so much. And just keep doing what you're doing, girl. Please keep doing what you're doing. And um, and if I could say anything to, like, to House, I mean, I just, I just say to him that, you know, that you was, he just left a, a tremendous impact on everybody. And everybody that he touched, every life that he was a part of, it was appreciated. It's still appreciated. And um, we love him dearly, you know. And we have the um, Dogtown page that we all are part of, everybody from Uptown. And, you know, we always keep his spirit within that page every year, you know. And um, he's just, you know, a tremendous man. And um, I, like you said, you, you don't have any children, and I don't want you to have any children. No time to, you know. I want you to. I, I what I want what I want from you. What I want from you, Nashira White, is to accomplish your dreams. I want you to, you know, go to school. You know, and um, I mean, we are. You know, we we are family. We're going to always be family, you know. And we all from Uptown Philly. (laughs) Uptown is, I mean, Uptown is popping. You know, I love Uptown. Even though I'm in North right now, but, you know, I got to get back up, you know, Uptown. You know, Uptown Philadelphia is where it's at. (laughs) You know, that's where we all from. We was from Uptown. We called it Dogtown, but it's Uptown, too. And, um... You know, it's just it's it's just amazing. Life is precious, you know what I'm saying? And um and that's just a life cycle. You know, we, we, we are not gonna be here forever. It's you know, it's how we deal with it, you know, because the loss of someone you love can either make you or break you. 
you know, yeah. it's always how you adjust to it, it's how you accept it, and how you deal with it. Mm-hmm. You know, and you can never prepare nobody for a loss. I don't care. Even, so, I mean, somebody can be on a deathbed. You're still not prepared for them to leave you. I know. And, um, and, and like my loving Anna Waddell was saying, she was saying that, you know, it's, they're selfish. And, you know, we, and it's, it's a part of us being selfish because we don't want the person that we love to go. But actually, that's our process. We are not made here to be here forever. We are here to live our journey and to cross over. But because we are just emotional creatures, we look at it as a sad thing when actually it's a rejoicing thing. We're supposed to be partying. We're supposed to be happy that our loved one had lived this life and crossed over. You know, but like, for instance, like you're a Muslim, so I'm quite sure you know what I'm saying. You know, in the Muslim religion, you don't supposed to cry. You're supposed to rejoice. You know, am I correct? You're absolutely correct. It's just like, like you said, we're human. So it's like an emotional thing. It's a father. So it's, it's hard. And it's easier said than did. Like, it's unexplainable. Like, I don't even know how to explain it. You feel numb. <laughs> you can't even control your feelings. You have no control over it. Like yeah, that's, I mean, that's true. But like they say, you know, the body is the shell. It's the spirit that lives. So saying that, you know, your dad is with you in spirit. It's just the flesh that's no longer with us or with you. He's with spirit and always with you 24-7, I'm sure. I know. You know. Everyone at home. So it's just something you have to just mentally, like she said, prepare yourself for. Yeah. There's no way. So it's like that circle I was talking about earlier, you keep going around and around. (laughs) Yeah, well, well, I'm so glad that, you know, you you came into my life, and, um, and I love you dearly. So now it's long and gozy time. You know, it's time for him to come on and do his thing like he does every night. So, and gozy, do your thing. Well, before I do my thing, Miss Carter, Miss Diva, that girl, we have a call on the line. <laughs> and uh, we're ready to call her on caller I'm from Southeastern Pennsylvania on the line right now with the Diva and her stuff, uh, Tanya Carter. Hello, hey, Carter. How are you? Hey, Hi, Carter. Who <laughs> It's DJ Philly Joy. How you doing? Hey, 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 Joy to the world. How you doing, baby girl? Uh, all right. I've been listening. I've been listening, and I see my heart goes out to you. Thank you so much for bringing this topic up, uh, Tanya. It's an awesome thing because we do have to deal with loss on a regular basis, you know, different people, different things. But a father is a hard thing to lose, a hard person to lose, and the heart goes out to the young lady. Thank you for calling. Thank you for being on and sharing, you know, and um. I lost my dad when I was eight years old, so mm-hmm. I heard my story before. Mm-hmm. I was eight and very young. So anybody that has their father or their mother, just embrace them, love them, uh-huh. cherish them, learn all you can learn from them while they're here, you know. And uh, any kind of squabbles that you have, trying to be forgiven and forgive it quickly. You can spend that, you know, because life is short. And like you said, Tanya, you know, his spirit is still here with her. She knows that. I believe she knows that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I didn't have that like she had. So I... 
didn't have, I told my mom, and my mom is still here. She's 91, but my dad stopped for a tragic car accident when he was in his 40s, early 40s. So that mm-hmm. was very hard for a young woman, a young girl to go through. So I yes, know she's going, yes, she's yes. going, she's been through, she's going through, but keep on achieving your goals. And thank you, Tanya, for being in her life. That's a blessing. I didn't have anybody yes, in my that's life my like baby. that. <laughs> that's that's wonderful. my baby. Thank you for yes, being there for yes. her. She, she needs that. Thank, thank you for it. You know, just continue to encourage her. And you, you know, she's a strong woman. Cause she, you yes, know, she that's, a, that's a blessing. She's a strong woman. And keep on, you yes, know, just continue. To, it's a heal, a healing, ongoing process. And just keep on walking in that positivity and walking in faith. You'll be strong. You'll be, you'll make it. And acquire your real estate. You want to do your business. All you think you want to do is do it one at a time. Keep on doing everything you can do. And your dad's very, he'll be very proud of you. Very proud of you. So God bless yes, you. That's, that's all I just want to tell you. Thank you. God bless. God bless. Thank wow. you. Well, well, now, Shara, let me, let me explain my story. From an only child's perspective, losing both parents, I started this network on the 10th anniversary, Anna and I share of mm-hmm. my mother's passing. My mom passed away on February 4th, 2003. My mother had pancreatic cancer. She lived strong for 72 years and was diagnosed in her 72nd year with uh, cancer. Um, I used to tease my first wife, and we always just talk and say, hey, you know what? It's kind of funny. I said, if she gets sick, we'll know. And, you know what I mean? Because my mom was up on lab. She still was up on lab. And I, was telling, I was teasing Anna Waddell about this the other day. And my mom said, well, shut up. Yes, mom, come on down from that ladder now. You, what are you up on the roof for? Shut up. Okay, we're going out. That's the type of active woman. My mother was an Aries all day, every day, okay? Straight up. You know how Aries woman all day. You ain't going to tell them nothing that day. So um, that's the type of tenacity and determination I have. My charisma comes from my dad, who's a Pisces. My dad, my mom was an Aries. And uh, everybody knows I'm a cat. Everybody knows that. Anyway, but my mother was the person who really taught me about hanging in there, not, never letting anyone see you sweat, and always make sure that you whatever you Believe in and your dreams, you forward march them. Mm-hmm. Never give up. Um, intestinal fortitude, I definitely believe I had since birth, but it was definitely nurtured by my mother. And to give Beverly Nation what we're on right now is the greatest testament and the greatest uh, gift I could ever give my mother because I started this in the 10th anniversary of her translation. Next year will be 16 years on our anniversary. You ready for this? On our, you ready for this? You ready for this? On our sixth anniversary of Beverly Nation, we that, it's amazing. I just, you know, you think about that. And then my father, who was a kind man, who was a, who was a Pentecostal pastor, mm-hmm. um, who always believed in faith, believed in God. Uh, everybody knows I don't believe in religion, and that's I, I do believe there is a Creator, and I call him I call him all in all. But my father taught me the the basis of faith. And he, be, and he told me that there's something bigger than just me. And he passed away on July 9th, 2010. So this would be the, uh, unbelievable. I can't believe it. It's been eight years since my dad's been. Uh-huh. Um, also, being the only child, if you guys have brothers and sisters, you guys get a chance to share. I have no one to share mm-hmm. with really in a real sense, but, you know, my immediate family, but definitely my, my biological son who carries on the tradition of my mother and father. And he's, he's 15 and he's 6'5". <laughs> so it's amazing. <laughs> uh, but, and he's a pretty good basketball player as well. Uh, but, you know, he's a good student. Anyway, you know what I mean. Anyway, but, <laughs> but, but um, you know, 
being be, being able to share with him, being there as his dad, got me, and being able to say what you said, Tanya Carter, was so beautiful, and it's true. Um, my father said this many times. He said this more than my mom, but I remember my dad saying all the time, I'm not always going to be here with you. And the days that I go out, I'm, I'm, a very, I'm a natural person. I always take walks. I swear I'm going to take walks, keep myself, keep my beautiful body in shape at 48 years. I don't know 48. <laughs> I probably will tell you, she, she knows I do not look like I'm 48 years old. Right, right Diva? Okay. Yeah, that's right. Yep. Uh, but, um, but when I go out and take walks, um, I love the sunshine. I love the, I love the birds and I share it, and I just take walks by myself. And a lot of times I feel my, I understand what the, you know, what the Africans, you know, we are Africans, we're, we're American Africans, that's what we are. And I can understand what the, the motherland Africans are trying to teach us American Africans, that everything is spiritual. You can sit out by yourself in the wilderness and feel your mother and father's spirit around you. You can close your mm-hmm. eyes and be able to talk to them. I'm, I, and I know this, this is not crazy, something I shared with Huni Bakatoon and me, and he said, man, walk with that, talk with that brother. And he's my spiritual advisor. Everybody knows that. And I got a chance to go out in the wilderness, uh, Tanya and Nashira, and talk to my mother and father in the spirit realm. And I'm talking about what you saw in Black Panther is true. I if know. you get yourself channeled, you can hear Marla, Nashira. He'll be talking to you <laughs> just like he was here. But you really, right. I mean, that's, that's where, that's where the, the Indians and the, and the Southeast Asians got it on lock when it comes down to meditation. They do it all of the time. But all of that started in Mother Africa. Mm-hmm. Let's say this again. All that started in Akuba line, which is the right name for Africa, and it started in the, in the basis of the capital, which is called Kemet. And, of course, people yeah. still this day in the English language called it chemistry, Kemetry. <laughs> so I can go in tonight, guys. That's another lesson for another time, but I just wanted to share my testimony about parenting and 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 the the fact of, the fact of losing two great parents. Oh my God, uh, young ladies, I miss my mother and father every mm-hmm. single day. Every single day. How do you cope? You stay strong and you try to give yourself to others. I have immediate family and I also have. And my immediate family is only greater than this family I have in broadcasting. I have the best hosts anywhere in the civilized world. I have the pleasure of four nights a week being on here and being able to be blessed with eight outstanding hosts that can hold their own. Tonight, Ms. Tiny Carter, we, 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 we have a very, very uh, serious situation happening in our family. Um, I won't go into details, but we had, of course, our brother Derek Gibson, and uh, he had a, a almost tragedy, almost happened to his wife today. Oh, um, but she is fine. Um, thank God. Great. Like early in the day, um, you know, she could have lost her life. Mm. So, of course, you know, we we were looking forward. That's why the show is going a little longer. I look, I look, kind of like, what is going on? Why is this show going on longer? Yes, than I'm surprised. Yes. Yeah, yeah, so I know. No, I said this. Yeah, Right, but um, you know, but tonight, you know, we was going to have we were going we were going to parlay our talk, talk show world broadcast premiere of a dose of sports allergy 2.0, bringing our wonderful franchise back to Beverly Nation. Well, it wasn't meant to be tonight, and I told my host to make sure that he takes care of his beautiful wife. 
Right. And he is doing that. So this show tonight is dedicated to Gina Gibson tonight. And please, please, convalesce well, speedy recovery, and everything will be all right. And our brother Derek Gibson, sister, sister Tanya Carter, will be back in two weeks as he is your okay. partner. At, uh, you know, even though he's over at Day in the Network, but he's your, he's your nightly partner. That is your twin of the evening. And, of course, tomorrow night. Tanya Carter, I've been waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting for this night for a long time. A lot of people thought, you know, of course, before we go there, you know we have our girl. Her name is Precious Young Patterson. <laughs> and everybody knows Precious Young Patterson comes off the cuff with her stuff. You ready for this? Her title right. is, Why Do We Sport Our Nooses with Pride? Mm. That's tomorrow okay. night, guys. We don't know where that, that, that is. That is what we call the, you know, the, the dad in the dash. So, of course, the dash <laughs> of poetry with Precious Young Patterson is at 9 o'clock Eastern Daylight and, of course, uh, 6 o'clock Pacific Time on these, on these stations. And then, girl, are you ready? Are you really, really ready for what we're about to do? Girl, we're about to do something <laughs> for the first time in almost two months. The revamping and almost the renovation of the legendary Merck City Hip Hop program. I mean, like, what happened to Merck City? Calm down, guys. <laughs> so, of course, Retro Mirzi still provides those wonderful, wonderful topics that we all love, okay? Roll the love. But he is joined by two outstanding players tomorrow night. Quan the Poet from North Carolina, and, of course, you know, <coughs> my homegirl. You know, I got to go there. Uh, Tiger. So you talk about uptown <laughs> <coughs> My L.A. homegirl, Silky Fine from Los Angeles, California. Tomorrow night, they join, and we become the Breakfast Club. Yes, we do. We become the Breakfast Hey, hey, Van Meadows. I see you. You should have pressed star. I want you to press star eight, brother. Press star eight. I see you out there. Press star eight. We want to be able to, uh, be able to have you talk before I go into paying the bills. He just did. But... We'll get you on in one minute. Um, I just love not sharing. I just love that, I just love that young lady. Listen, uh, tomorrow night, Tanya Carter, I would love you to call into that. I'm telling you, girl, we got, um, Retro you got some topics tomorrow that's going to blow your mind, period. So <laughs> let us get ready for the one and only legendary Merck City Hip Hop program tomorrow night, 10 o'clock Eastern Daylight Time on these only syndicated stations. Let's bring on a friend of our network and an outstanding, an outstanding poet to boot. Mr. Van Meadows, how you feeling tonight, my brother? You on the line with Miss Tanya Carter. I'm feeling great. I'm feeling great. How are you, Miss Carter? You doing okay? I'm, I'm doing good. How are you tonight? I'm awesome. I'm awesome. Miss Nashira, pleasure to meet you. Powerful, powerful testimony. Thank you. Um, well, this, this, tonight? this topic is um, very dear to me. I lost my mom when I was 14 years old. Mm-hmm. Uh, five months before that, I lost my grandmother. So, mm. you know, I was listening. So you definitely got a story to tell. Yeah, yeah, I was listening, and um, it was very interesting to be raised by my great grandmother, who outlived mm. her daughter and her granddaughter. Um, mm. But the component that, the element that, that was missing, for me, was there's, the death of my father, who, was present but not present, so he was dead. Mm. So, um, through those, through her teaching from 14 till I became, you know, old enough to be on my own, um, I was empowered and, and God held me. Um, my, my most recent poetry book is dedicated to my mom because um, if it were not for her, 
I will not be the man that I am today. Amen. So I, I applaud this, this this particular show because it, it it's very dear, very dear, and I'm 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 pleased to to be a part of it and to hear it. So thank, thank you. you, thank you. That's a friend of our network right there, Mr. Van Meadows. I'm you talking about a poet extraordinaire and the one of the most smoothest. It's like the other side of the pillow, Anna Waddell says, and beyond. He's like the other side of the pillow when you left your room and a room is on is in air conditioning. <laughs> I appreciate those kind words. I appreciate those kind words. I can hear that smoothness though in that voice though. I can hear it. Thank yes, you. Indeed. Indeed. Yes, indeed. So I thank you so much, man. I mean, you're like I said, you're a friend of our network, and thank you for your support always of the Soul Twins, man. What more can I say? And winning, excuse me, you know his round of the Poetry Slam, Miss Tanya Carter. All right. Thank you so much. <laughs> I'm honored. I'm honored to be a friend of the networks, man. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I'm, I'm, I'm happy to have you aboard, too. My pleasure. My pleasure. Okay. Well, you know what well, I'm saying? What night you, I'm, I'm sorry, Dag. I'd rather say, say what night you want again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, no, 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 no. He's, he's, he's actually part of the of the Soul uh, of the Soul Twin show when it comes out to the poetry. So he's part, right now, we're doing something where, uh, Moody Black, one, you know, one, you know, and and Van will tell you he is a a world renowned, yes, he is, uh, uh, award winning poet. He's won poetry uh, contests in Germany, New Zealand, Australia, and even in Russia. And we have the okay. we, have, we are so audacious to even have him as our host of the poetry slam on the Soul Twins. How about that? He he's the one that that, that narrates it. So last week we had a you know okay. he had a situation and we and he had a, you know I had to narrate for him. But what a wonderful person um, Mr. Moody Black is. I really, really appreciate what he does for us on a constant basis. He is an outstanding human being. Uh, he helps a lot of children along the way. What more can I say about Van Meadows that has already been said? He's a champion of, of black people. And not only that, but he's also, you know, he loves the whole entire human race. So what more can I say to that on a constant basis? Great. Mm-hmm. Oh, I appreciate this show tonight. I appreciate everybody for coming on tonight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now I will pay the bills. Okay, here we go. Beverly Nation's advertisement through ONE, which is the Lodelli and Gozi Enterprise, and reaches, of course, at www.lookingglassentertainment.wordpress.com, as well as Ngozi Primetime 1 at sevenet.com. We are Ngozi Time both at Instagram and Twitter. Lodelli and Gozi at Twitter and Google Plus. Lodelli Malayla and Gozi at Facebook was our business page. That girl, Tanya Carter, well, excuse me, that girl, the diva, Tanya Carter, as well as Beverly Nation Online Radio. Any, uh, any comments, suggestions for our wonderful programming, oladele.ngoesforthemyandgmail.com. So, Tanya, what a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful time we had tonight. And Thank Diva you. has made an impact, and I'm out the door. I am your mother and father's favorite producer, Oladele Malay, when goes to say goodnight. Good luck to all the folks out there in the Force Radio Supports on a constant basis. All right, Tanya, take us home with Nashira. I want to say that everybody, you know, your loved ones, your parents, your uncles, your kids, anybody that you love in your life, tell them you love them. Don't take anything for granted because you never know when they're going not, they will not be here. And I just want to say, now, Cheryl, thank you so much for being on. I love you dearly, baby, and I just want to see you push further and do better in life and get to where you want to be. And um, anything you need to say, you want to say? Yes, I love you more. I can't wait to talk to you after this. Um, thanks for having me on your talk show tonight. And I look forward to being on a future one. 
All right, and thank everybody for joining Believe Impact, and we love you much. Good night. Thank you. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.